0: The Invented World Brands of Quicksave It's hard to believe... That quicksaves postmodern no frills range was created for a world before Tony Blair became prime minister, the genius of no frills was that by paring down the use of ink and images to an absolute minimum. A visual identity far more intellectually challenging than anything Andy Warhol was able to pilfer from the Campbell's soup stand or the Brillo pad display was created. No Frills, for some critics, represents the moment shopping and counterculture finally collided. Because although No Frills' livery looks as if there really isn't any, the reader's as aficionados of quicksave iconography like to describe themselves, soon realise that the black and white brand is replete with significations. On the bean tin, exactly why are the words in tomato sauce capitalised? They could have been presented in upper and lower case, like the no frills logo. What? cultural critics have asked is the reason behind the expression 420g generally it's assumed to refer to the weight of the beans but who weighs beans aren't tins of anything about the same weight there's the orientation of the lettering the relative position the sound out stemming from the words when spoken you soon discover that what you're dealing with is more like a dolman from Stonehenge or a sculpture by Barbara Hepworth than a tin of beans, said a leading specialist in signification. Today, in the future, the no-frills achievement, as it was branded after Little and Aldi wiped the brand from the face of cheapness, has been concretized in Britain's new independent satellite project. A two-tonne communication satellite, part of the UK's global Where Are We? network, offering brand new innovations in the field of GPS location technology, surface-to-space broadband streaming and interstellar grocery, now orbits the Earth, painted in quicksave colours. As an homage to no frills, Tolkien's Thought Bucket, nestling in the Tuscanesque hills. Of Worcestershire, inspirational Birmingham, home of the big three of Great Britain's greatest composers, Armour Trading, Elgar, and Holder, masks a dark secret behind its green and pleasant outer coating. It is here that J. R. R. Tolkien. Inventor of Peter Jackson's film franchise, The Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit, first realised that the city of his upbringing was actually an orc infested subcosmos full of warring clans, witchcraft, and sinister forges. Critics from the community of writers who study Tolkien's work in detail have discovered that Tolkien created fifteen fictional languages, including three versions of elfish, mannish, and dwarf. It is only now, in the future, that we can see how Tolkien's sonic upbringing was largely inspired by speech patterns still audible on the streets of King's Heath, Sullyoak, and Digbeth and are actually represented in Tolkien's Middle Elfish, whereas Morgoth, the language of the Orcs, can be found more prominently represented in the northern suburbs of the metropolis. The fact that Tolkien was transcribing the speech patterns of Birmingham's dialects, transforming them into invented languages for his fictionalisation of gang warfare in the age of Peaky Blinders, is remarkable said a specialist in Middle-earth studies. Definout, fizgog and clartin are all Birmingham words which speak to elf. Soviet covers. In 1975, a daring group of spies from Britain's MI6 came up with an audacious plan to create a version of the Swedish pop sensation ABBA, suitable for undercover work in the USSR, where the group were banned. Baba, a four-piece who first played in Smolensk, were actually composed of British agents. Some were turned to support the West, like accordion player Borodin. Others, like singer Alenka, the third A in Baba, was born in Chesterle Street, studied Russian at Manchester University and was taught to sing two months before she was smuggled through checkpoint Charlie in a cello case. The venture was only intended to last for a month, during a short tour of the Urals. At the time Boris, the second B in Spasibaba and Antipov, the second A in Baba, were supposed to be making secret observations of Soviet missile sites. Three number ones later, four months at the top of the Moskovsky-Komsomolskaya popularity polls, and four years into their fifth pan-Soviet tour, the band was still transmitting vital information regarding troop movements and submarine dispositions, whilst outselling the real ABBA to the tune of 20 million discs a month. Today, in the future, this British-made approach to subversion, going deep undercover with audacious cover stories in plain sight, has given MI6 vital experience in what is now called obvious subterfuge. Many people believe that Donald and Melania Trump are actually British agents practicing OS. The future is not what it seems. Magma cafes Magma cafes are cafes that have been exploded by magma. Thanks to climate change and global warming, there is a very real chance that your local cafe could at some point be torched by the tectonic upheavals Britain in the future. That's now experiences.